0: Hey, welcome back to miserable and reckless bringing you unfiltered opinions on sports music culture and all things the south i'm logan sitting here with morgan dustin and ryan um just to kind of give everybody an update we we took a week off last week it is the summer and uh you know some of us were at the beach having a good time others you know were spending time with family so do not let your hearts be troubled we're back this week with a new episode of miserable and reckless moving into the good the bad and the ugly morgan take it away well,
1: I'm going to start it out for this this week off. I'm going to go for good, great, and awesome. So my good is I've hired a new person at work and she's working out and stress levels have gone back down. So that's a great thing. She's going to work out perfectly and I'm not going to be working three jobs or three three people's job at the same time. Um, great. Uh, we took Brody to the Durham Life and Science Museum today. He had a blast, rode the train around and went to the Splash Park, the Butterfly Museum dinosaur exhibit. He loved all of it. He just ran around, acting like a madman. <laughs> and awesome. I'm going to throw this one out to Brett. He gave me some great news. We have, uh, and this is a great update for anyone who's listening, Friday Night Lights is returning to Netflix. Hallelujah. The Lord is great. In, in
2: <laughs> August, right? Something like that? Wasn't it in August?
3: Yep. I think so, yeah. All right.
0: Clear, clear eyes. Full hearts. Full hearts. Can't lose.
1: <laughs> All right, Dustin, that,
0: <laughs> that is good news, Morgan. I definitely agree. One of my favorite shows. But All right, Dustin. Good, the bad, and the ugly.
4: That could be its own podcast, Friday Night Lights. Mm-hmm. Um, just about the show, not about high school football. Um, scrubs has one. Why not Friday Night Lights? Anyway, getting off topic. Um, uh, my... Terrible. My, uh, sad, but good as I saw, uh, for FSU's former coach, Bobby Balladin, mm-hmm. uh, has a terminal illness and, uh, he's I 92. Yeah. He's 92 years old. Um, but he, uh, as he often has with things in life, I, I saw, I looked up his quote on it. T- he's taking it in stride and has a great outlook on it. He said, I've always tried to serve God's purpose for my life on and off the field, and I'm prepared for what is to come. My wife Ann and our family have been life's greatest blessing. I'm at peace. So, just to you know, I, a life well lived. He's a real good man. Um, If you haven't seen the ACC Network special that they did on him, I think it was the first special that they actually put out. Um, It's really good, so you check it out. Um. Beyond that, I would say my my good is vacation was great last week. I was the beach one, and we loved the beach. We had a good time. Um, not a whole lot else, else to say. My ugly is we came back, and um, now she's sick. So mm. possibly chicken pox, we're not sure yet, but we're working through it. So, you know, fun peaks and valleys.
3: All right, Ryan, take it away.
2: All right. I have a good, a bad, and a petty. (laughs) As opposed to good, bad, and ugly. Um, Like cow petty? Exactly. Or Richard Petty. Or just petty petty. Like when you don't like someone. And you just bring up petty crap about them. Uh, We can start with that one if y'all want. Uh, But (laughs) it would make more sense to go with the the good. Um, So... We'll skip over this real quick. Dale jr. hosts a docu-series in August about chase Elliott, the people's champ plus the Olympics are coming up this weekend. So now would be a really great time to go out and download Peacock if you haven't already done so, because you've got two quality (laughs) pieces of TV between the Olympics this Friday and then the chase Elliott thing coming up. But more important than that, my good is last Saturday. Um, so it's the one time I had a weekend look ahead. that was a NASCAR and then we canceled the podcast. So if we'd been on last week, I would have been so excited to talk about it, but uh Dustin, you kind of buried the lead, but you and Jenny hosted Emmy's first birthday party. And that was uh, the first time that I got a chance to see you guys in a long time. And to meet Emmy, I don't think I got her sick. If I did, sorry. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Way to go, Ryan. Way to go. It's unlikely.
2: And, uh, we also got to see our buddy Jim and it was good to catch up with him a little bit too. And then speaking of friends of the podcast, um, I saw Phil Kaminsky who hopped on our podcast. I went down to go see him um, at a show. He was playing dumb at the beach. So that was cool. Uh, speaking about how my wife enjoyed that. She was, by the end of the show, she was screaming stuff at him to play, which was pretty funny. Uh, so speaking of going out and doing things with my wife, uh, she has to work again. So she's been out this week, uh, you know, things opened back up. So she doesn't have a reason to not go into the office. So I think this is the first time we figured out since I've been, apart, since we've been apart uh, since early December of 2019. So thanks COVID in a weird way, we've been pretty lucky to spend a lot of time together. So that's kind of interesting. And am I just st- straight up petty, which I thought you guys would find funny. I've been watching Peyton Manning's Capital One College Bowl. I don't know if anybody has heard of this or seen this. Um, They pair up, he hosted with his brother. So obviously, at one point, Ole Miss. I gonna watch. <laughs> it wasn't Eli. It was uh, the other one, the one that nobody oh, okay. knows. All right,
0: Cooper. 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 I'll he's, watch
2: that then. He's pretty dry. He's pretty funny. Uh, he went to Ole Miss, and obviously Peyton went to Tennessee. So they suspiciously beat Columbia in the College Bowl. And I just want to call out just the pettiness of the Manning family for somehow pushing their alma maters through against one of the smarter universities in the country. And I did notice that two Southern schools, Bama and Auburn went up against Minnesota and Michigan and the two Southern schools finished better than the big 10 schools. So I just wanted to point that out and be petty about that. So if you're watching, if you're watching that Southern schools are dominating Peyton Manning's first two episodes of the capital one college Bowl.
0: <laughs> All right. So for me, I've got a good, a kind of good and a questionable a good being this weekend, I'm going to uh, Saturday. My younger brother uh, is having a cookout slash barbecue hat thing. I don't know what they're calling it at their house. And um, then he said that t- told me to come down there and bring my dog. So I'm going to my brother's house this weekend down in Newburgh, North Carolina. Should be fun. A couple of uh, our friends are making the trip um, down there. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, the kind of good is I've been reading a lot of ACC football preview. Lately, it's that time of year. Football season is almost upon us once again. Um, a lot of expectations for the pack, and I uh, don't know how I feel about that because you know how we all, we all go with the, uh, the law of the wolf. It's supposed to be a good year. We'll find out. Then the questionable, speaking of way too early predictions – I saw a D one baseball put their way too early top 25 for next year. And I really am curious as to how they calculated this because they have NC state as number five for the next, next year season with the amount of talent that we lost this year. I think that's a little, uh, a little bit of just sunshine squad uh, like kind of outlook based on what they did this year. But you know what, if it pans out, hope so. I just very much question that. So that's my good, kind of good and questionable. All right. Moving into the weekend, look ahead, Ryan. I guess give us the NASCAR update.
5: Okay.
4: <laughs> <laughs> we always, seconds.
2: We always have a note in here that says, "Is anybody else doing anything like trips or vacations?" And then it always just goes immediately to NASCAR. So that was <laughs> seven seconds of the my NASCAR update. <laughs> uh, there's some it. there's some weird stuff that happened at New Hampshire. Uh, first of all, they give you a lobster as a trophy, a live lobster. Um, Denny Hamlin apparently is scared of lobsters. We found that out a couple years ago They gave him a trophy and, uh, a lobster and he ran away from it. It like legitimately, um, uh, a guy that was in 24th one, I'm not even going to say his name on the podcast cause he was in 24th, but apparently now he's in the playoffs. This is when I start to argue that maybe old NASCAR was a little bit better. Um, because what that means is with four races left, there's 16 guys that make it in the playoffs and 13 people have won. So that means somebody like, for example, Denny Hamlin, who hasn't won any races, but is leading the entire season in points and is still leading in points. He's only 13 points ahead of Kyle Larson. So if uh, Kyle Larson overtakes him in the next week, Denny Hamlin could drop from first in the league to 14th. Uh, I know he doesn't want a race, but this seems kind of dumb. So, uh, so we're going to another road course next week up in Buffalo. It's one of the better courses to go to if you're a fan. We'll leave it at that, but I'm kind of getting a little... Five years into this whole thing, I'm kind of getting a little weird with the whole points thing. Just just let the good teams win or the, or the good racers get in. That's my grumpiness for the week on NASCAR.
4: Yeah, I hate that the total points championship doesn't exist anymore, as our uh, good friend Andy pointed out in a previous episode.
0: <laughs> That's NASCAR. Oh. That is NASCAR. I don't even pretend like I know anything about it. But all right, give you a quick update for our down on the farm minor league baseball update. Um, right now, Morgan's Durham Bulls are still in first place in the division, they've been playing good baseball lately. They they de- destroyed, I think it was Charlotte a couple months ago when I was at the game, like 11 to 1, but they've been playing good baseball. Second in the uh, in the division is Ryan's Nashville Sounds. My team is in fourth right now with a sub 500 record. And one thing that's interesting about the Gwinnett stripers is that they are second in the division in run scored, uh, with their run differential. And yet they somehow still are just barely in fourth place. It makes you wonder, am I a curse to every team I, I attach myself to, or is this just some carryover from their parent club, the Atlanta Braves? I'll let you draw your own conclusions. Miserable and reckless. Could be gets. both. Could be both. I'm just asking questions. And then, Coming up in the rear in uh, sixth place
3: is Dustin's Norfolk Tides.
4: They do have a tea with the princesses coming up on Sunday, August 15th for anybody who's going to be in the area.
0: In Norfolk?
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My brother is going to be spending some time in Norfolk in the near future. I may have to send him as a correspondent to one of these games and find out what this is all about.
4: <laughs> it says, come enjoy tea and uh, decorate cookies with your favorite princess. <laughs> Sounds like something that a dad would do with his daughter.
0: Yeah, I guess. <laughs> 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 Can't say that it excites me much, but I don't also don't have a kid, so
4: yeah. I think Two. they're aiming at a different market.
0: Probably so.
2: Two minor league notes <laughs> from this group text. I know we all talked about the John Chris thing where he went and did the fake ESPN video. Just Google it. If, you've, if you haven't seen it in America, we tell you at least once a week to Google something. Google John Christ's ESPN in 2021. He's doing it from the Nashville Sound Stadium. Also, I was very disappointed that none of you laughed at my clever Gwyneth Striper's mailbox joke in the group thread.
4: That's very- because we we're, Logan and I are from the rockfish capital of the world. They're literally those fish all over our town and area. So rockfish, capital of the world, run a crab, welding area right off the Runnig River. You drive River. around town. big old rockfish all over town.
2: Mm-hmm. So it was just, it was just, me trying to connect with you guys about your hometown and nothing? I get it. I see how it
0: to <laughs> be honest, I don't even remember that message. <laughs> for, for those. That, <laughs>
2: totally fine for those that don't remember or or don't know sorry not not both it works both ways i found a mailbox in annapolis that looks exactly like the gwinnett striper's logo and i got all excited and sent it to the guys and then i was like crickets really really (laughs) this isn't even a meme guys this is something i found that's original
4: (laughs) very uh very
1: busy this this wasn't like a 2 a.m this wasn't like a 2 a.m. couple of drinks of gin message, was it? It
2: was like four in yeah, the afternoon. I
1: guess I didn't see that one.
0: Four in the afternoon, couple of drinks of gin, Morgan. <laughs> 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 all right, uh, Morgan. Southern Spotlight, what you got for us? All right.
1: Well, I figured out if I'm picking one. So I figured out something that's near and dear to my heart. Um, Good old town of Blacksburg, Virginia. Lane Stadium and tailgating at Virginia Tech. And nothing more so than that. Well, it might be. But for me, if you've never been, you have to take yourself there on Saturday and during college football. And folks up there, doesn't matter what jersey you're wearing. Everyone up there treats you like you're the one of your own. All the restaurants are happy to have you all the parties at Telgate and invite you over, give you a shot of wild turkey, a beer and give you some food. It's uh it's always a fun, fun place to be on on Saturday afternoons and Thursday evenings when they ever have a uh, Thursday night football game. So like I said, do yourself a favor during college football. Make your way to Blacksburg, Virginia. People invite you in on the lawn if you got nowhere to park, give you a cold beer, like I said, a shot of wild turkey, some food, and, and go over to the game and have a good old time.
4: Wild turkey and a turkey leg. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> that's, one, uh, that's one stadium I would like to go to at some point because I've never been to a game in Blacksburg. We're looking for people to go with us
2: to the Carolina game. No one wants to go. No, no one in my family wants to go. My brother who used to live there doesn't want to go. Morgan. I don't it's
4: got to be a better game to go to than that. Yeah, maybe well, like te- maybe te- against one of the FBS schools or something, or FCS <laughs> schools, something like that. It
2: went to seven overtimes last year, two years ago.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's also because Tech's team was having a bad year. All right, all right. They wouldn't have gone to overtime if it was a regular season. You know, of like fifty-two to seven the year before.
2: It's fair. We went to that game. (laughs) (laughs) I have an insider question for you, Morgan. Do you go to Sharky's Pub before the game or after the game? You go after. After? Yeah. You can go. I mean,
1: yeah, you go after. Is
2: there a better place to go? You tailgate before and go to Sharky's after?
1: Am I? You do. Yeah. You tailgate before the game. You always tailgate before the game. This is like UVA where we go drink wine coolers and watch badminton on the TV and pretend we're going to the game.
0: Well, you have to forgive Ryan Morgan. His team doesn't
1: know how to tailgate. Logan, Logan, we're talking about football schools here. Right? If if I want to invite a baseball school, with a school, you know, <laughs> then we'll, we'll talk to we'll talk to, to Ryan. And basketball, okay. yes. Badminton, yes. <laughs> Lacrosse, <laughs> yes.
2: Football. No, I don't, we don't get to claim baseball anymore. Apparently NC state's number five in the entire country. (laughs) Number
0: five. Way
4: too early. Top 25. (laughs) Those are some advanced metrics.
0: Hey, we finished in as high as third in most of the polls this year. So that's tied the highest finish in NC state baseball history. Pool. When and we were once ranked number five in football it
2: doesn't mean crap so <laughs> <laughs>
1: you were ranked number five in football because half the half the damn country was not playing football at that time so the pool that you were going up against was easy to put you ranked top top five
2: Somehow how this southern spotlight on Blacksburg turned into me defending carolina in every capacity across the board <laughs>
0: because go to hell carolina that's why I know i'm having to fend off badminton attacks and <laughs> don't even get us started on lacrosse
2: <laughs> sharky's pub is nice go to the drill field maybe pick a, pick a pumpkin out in the in the in the in the autumn time blacksburg virginia I think that's what you meant to say.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. all right, Morgan, I like the pick, man. I like the pick.
4: It's a great pick.
0: Thank you. All right. Now, next up, it's time for everyone's new favorite topic. Florida or the field.
2: All right. I scrambled to find this one, and I think it's great. Headline. Local tuba player banned from playing in public student with a passion for music is asking why he can't play his favorite instrument in public. Derek Nangle, no relation to myself, loves to play his vintage tuba from 19- 1929. <laughs> music is the absence of stress to me. You can tell which kind of school he goes to. It's just love. That's the best way I can put it. He is a music therapy major at the local university. And for the past year, he's been playing his tuba in public. I love the sound, he said. I don't know. It's always just about the smiles on people's faces. He was back at home with his mother and brother. Uh, I can't look at you guys and also read this at the same time. He was back at home with his mother and brother during the coronavirus pandemic when he couldn't find work. Shocking as a music therapy major. So he turned (laughs) to what, I'm not even hating on music therapy. Music works wonders for me sometimes, but, so he turned to what he knows best, which is playing tuba music. I decided to start doing it in parking lots, he explained. (laughs) That turned into walking on this public area, playing along with every step, until July 8th (laughs) when he was stopped. They came by and told me, hey, you can't do this anymore, he said. He went down to town hall to find out why and was told he was violating a town ordinance. Town manager Roger Hernstadt told him in an email to stop the music or face fines. Long story short, uh, he wrote back to the town council so they could pursue a code change to address this matter if uh, they so wished so that he could continue to play his tuba, basically. He said it was very heart-wrenching. I just told them, quote, Man, all I want to do is what I love without somebody screaming at me. End of quote. The town said he was violating the entertainer's ordinance. If he wants to keep playing, he needs a permit as well as insurance. The councilman said that Derek's poster asking for tips and generosity infringes on the town's sign ordinance. If his poster is the only thing stopping him from being a regular guest to this public place, a guest who happens to have a tuba he likes to play, then he's okay with ditching the sign. I don't need this stinking sign. I can tear it up right now, he said. <laughs> I mean, Is
4: this pajama boy from the. Obama yeah, was, <laughs> you know,
0: sitting there with his footy pajamas holding the cocoa.
2: I
1: mean, yeah. I mean, this could be anywhere.
2: Yeah, there's a university. I purposely left out the public place. I didn't want to say like it was like a mountaintop or something like that. It would give it away.
4: It very likely could be Florida because they have because uh, it's a bunch of old people in a town who have ordinances on signs and tubas and and everything else you can imagine.
2: The ordinance is on the sign apparently, not on the tuba. It's on the fact that he's asking for tips and he doesn't have insurance, which doesn't make any sense in the first place. But
1: that's <laughs> <laughs> you know, outrageous. It could be Florida or the Phil, but since it's yeah. I love picking Florida. I'm
4: just going to go with Florida. I'm sticking with the field. I'm, I'm loyal to a fault.
0: At some point, it has to stop being Florida, but I think this it's Florida.
2: <laughs> it's absolutely Florida. Yep. <laughs> it's Fort, <laughs> Fort Myers Beach. Apparently, he walks back. It, I took a lot of pains to take out Public Place. Anytime you heard Public Place, it was the beach. He just walks around on the beach playing his tuba, which, first of all, how that thing doesn't get sand in it, I don't know. Can you imagine... You thought we were annoying in Miami Beach playing our music and screaming at people. <laughs> this guy's walking around during COVID just playing his tuba.
0: <laughs> I think we hold? should get Tuba Boy on the podcast.
2: His name's Derek Nangle.
4: I I, I think our uh, producer should work on that for us.
2: I'll let, let him me. know.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Man, I,
4: I there's two two aspects to this one i i think now it's just gonna all have to be florida and florida or the field i don't think angle was ever gonna leave florida for that but i'm still gonna keep picking the field so maybe that'll be the joke and then um this this guy like he's definitely a pajama boy from the obama ads for one and then two uh how annoying would that be like all we did was chant at people in miami like at least you know like that that stops and goes away at some point this guy is going around bothering you and you're trying to enjoy yourself i mean is how he
1: annoying? walking by is he walking behind less uh, like people who aren't um skinny like <laughs> <laughs> I really
0: wonder, like, when he says uh, that he just loves seeing the smiles on people's faces, is he really paying attention? Because I can't imagine people really smiling over a tuba, especially yeah. at
1: the beach. Yeah. <laughs> All right, if you want to break out the saxophone, go ahead, Angle.
2: Oh, no, you, you have a valid point, right? Like, saxophone is kind of cool, but like, you,
1: you, get the dude, you get the dude from, you know, the Lost Boys playing on, on the saxophone on the beach. Yeah, we wouldn't love that. But a tuba?
2: Little
4: Kenny G, maybe I don't
1: know. Bill
2: Clinton, he he plays that, doesn't? True, yeah. Have you guys ever (laughs) seen the video of the dude who just breaks out the the sax and he plays the uh, Careless Whisper riff and he just plays it everywhere until he's asked to leave? He does it in like (laughs) shopping malls (laughs) and like, yeah. It's a saxophone though, so like, why can you get mad at that? A tuba? To Morgan's point, like, come on, man. You imagine that on Wrightsville Beach? We all went down there, Wrightsville Beach, for Dustin's wedding, and some guy just comes along with a tuba and a big sign that says, tips, please. and just won't, <laughs> yeah, no. won't leave no. until, you, uh, until you tip him. Our
4: group would have ran him out of there. <laughs> and probably a few other groups.
2: are <laughs> well, you doing it in Fort Myers Beach, Florida, as opposed to Wrightsville Beach in North Carolina? No, I can't.
0: Well, all I can say is, bless his heart. There you Which? go. Which is a good segue into our anchor topic today. So Ryan ran across this really cool article that uh, listed fifty Southern sayings. I, I never can say this word, but I'm going to give it a shot, people. Some uh, colloquialisms, <laughs> if you will. It's and it's really interesting to be able to to see these things uh, because I when, when I was reading this, I literally remember my mother, my grandmother my dad, like everybody's saying these things all the time, like even to this day. And I've even been guilty of using most of these. It's like, it's very interesting how, like like we say, we, we, not all sports We like to talk about Southern culture. This is very indicative of Southern culture. We have, we like to speak in, in like metaphors and similes and everything to be able to describe things. We have our own kind of like language down here. And this article really kind of highlighted it. Um, there, so, how do you guys want to approach this? Because there are fifty, and I don't think people want to lit- sit here and listen to me <laughs> list out fifty sayings. We've okay. said, we've said thirty.
2: <laughs> I think I got some good ones. We've said thirty of these on the podcast. I'm convinced. Oh, 100. percent I believe that. Because I thought of my aunt, and then I, uh, who's from Florida, and went to school in North Carolina, and then I, I thought of us just talking in general. Like that dog don't. That dog won't hunt that's definitely been said more than one time during the college football season. That's one of the ones that's on the list, but I mean, I don't know. I just, we've definitely said a few of these for sure. I highlighted a few of them that I definitely recognized or definitely ones that, what do you, what do you guys think comparatively because y'all more y'all that's the first one on the list more or less grew up in a very similar if I'm saying this correctly, geographic area, like miles-wise, but then we kind of emigrated to other places. Like, what do you think? you think some of these are colloquial to other areas, or do you think that these pretty much all swing evenly through Carolinas, Virginia, Mississippi,
0: deep south? Most of these, I think, are pretty across-the-board southern things. I don't think this is uh, anything here I I would say is uniquely – you know, Eastern North Carolina by any means. But um, I, I do like, I do want to point out one thing though. I do like how they, they made it PG because the one where it says sweating like a hooker in church, that's not okay. what I always heard. It was like sweating like a whore in church.
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. That's something but, that even your mama would say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, I, I do think that in, in my view, I think it's kind of more across the the whole South kind of thing. I don't think it's really unique to just the region where, where I grew up.
4: No. And there are words you need to eastern north carolina um for i reckon you know, yeah i mean it's it's 100 percent. It, it's interesting there's a there's quite a few words that are of english influence we, we don't have to go down that rabbit hole but like that we say in the that part of the state that people don't say in other parts of north carolina or even in other states but i reckon i use i still use all the time like Jenny used to give me a little bit of an eye when I would say it. Now sometimes I even hear her say it. I guess I'm I'm rubbing off in a good way.
2: That's number four on the list. Did you guys see that? It's right yeah. underneath "Bless Your Heart." Yeah. And yep. y'all, mm-hmm. you guys want to cover y'all versus all y'all real quick? Because I feel like this is something people do not understand. Yeah. Do you do you think there's a difference? Yeah. A, y- y'all, to me, would be. Y'all sounds like it's plural, but in my opinion, it's one person and all y'all is a group. So if I was opening this up for discussion, I would say, what do y- all y'all think about it? If I was using it correctly, but if I was asking Logan, what he thought about it, I'd say like, what do y'all
0: think about it? But I would only be talking to Logan. No, I'm generally on the same page on that. Cause I use both these in that way.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in the group text, I feel like I use y'all as a plural because I'm open. It's, it's to get an opinion from the group and the group I view as a singular person. Isn't that kind of weird? Like mm-hmm. it's like a singular thing. I don't know. I don't want like I said, I don't want to go too deep into the linguistics, but it's kind of weird how that works. You do pick Turned it up to a
4: grammar lesson over here.
2: Well, you'd pick it up by osmosis to a certain extent. Plus, I mean, I was born and raised to some of these so for whatever it's worth. I've never one of the ones on the list I've never heard of is is if the creek don't rise, as in like what really? I've never heard that. It's all to me. It's always been Lord willing.
0: What? Yeah, it's, they they go hand in hand. It's like well, if the good Lord's willing, the creek don't rise, I'll be there. I still yeah. never. I've
2: never heard the. I've never heard the back half of that. It's always been Lord willing. Maybe it's because my grandparents were like super Catholic. I don't know.
4: <laughs> Could be. No, it, those two are complementary. They're the same thing. Yeah. They go together. Um. Yeah, no, I've heard that a bunch throughout the years. I don't know. That I, it's not one that I actually really use, to be fair, but I have heard it a lot. Um, I I, always felt, I, it, I don't think our family really said that a whole lot, but I definitely heard it.
2: Before we go too much further, I'm, I'm going to post this on the Facebook page, the link to it, so everybody can read the 50. And then they can kind of see what we're talking about. Because otherwise, if you listen to this, it's kind of like the tears. You're like, well, wait a second. What the hell are they talking about? So, which, what the The, hell are they talking about? Could probably be a Southern.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The one thing on here that I don't necessarily, I do think that is a regional thing, but it's not from where I grew up is calling a a soft drink a Coke. Yeah, I don't do that. Yeah, like everything is not a Coke. Uh, I realize that happens in some places, but I was just like, when I read that, I was like, that was the only one I was kind of like, kind of giving it a little side eye.
4: Yeah, that's definitely like one of the, it's definitely a Southern thing, but I mean, I don't remember really hearing people at home say that in place of, people said soft drink.
0: Mm -hmm.
4: Like I always grew up hearing soft drink and then when we went to college, all these Ohio people started talking about pop. And I was like, what are you talking about, pop? Like, that's <laughs> that doesn't make any sense.
2: <laughs> Speaking of college, when we went to Causeway, um, the one place that I always remember Coke being Coke, as in like Coke being any soft drink, was Causeway Cafe. If you ordered a Coke, you weren't getting a Coke at Causeway. They would follow up with, what soft drink do you want? And it was like, oh, I, I would like a, you always had to double down on like, a, I would like a, I would like a Coke. And they were like, oh, well, why didn't you just say so? And it was like, well, I just did. But I always remember having to sit with hungover people on either Saturday or Sunday morning at Causeway Cafe. It's now closed in Wrightsville Beach. And the owners, I, I, I wish I could tell you where they were from, probably Eastern North Carolina. They would always double down on like, where, where do you want? Like what? What do you actually want? Do you want a Coke or do you want something else? Because they knew that maybe back in the day, everybody always used to just refer to it as a Coke. That's the only place that I have a connection to that phrase being that phrase,
4: or whatever yeah. it's worth. I never heard it much. I do know. I'd see one that I know Logan heard a lot. Can't never could. Yeah, I started laughing when I heard that one. Daddy yeah. said to me all the time. Yeah, Logan. Logan had a lot of can'ts in his life. I and so my dad always told him, can't never could.
0: <laughs> he wore that phrase, slam out.
2: <laughs> there you go. That's another one I've definitely heard. Worn to slap out. Oh, yeah.
4: See, Where I never have heard him out. say
0: "slap." Yeah, we say slam out.
4: And one of the ones that fact, really.
0: Go ahead. In fact,
4: our dad still says it. He, mm-hmm. it every time uh, you see him and he's tired, he's like, I'm a word slam out.
2: Pretty much any of any of these phrases that could well, speaking of Coke, they're they're right next to each other in the list, actually. Coke and worn the slap out. Those are both things I could absolutely <laughs> hear Coach Roy Williams saying. I'm gonna get myself a Coke because I'm worn the slap out from trying to teach these boys how to shoot free throws.
5: <laughs> oh, I gosh, sure enough.
2: There you go. There's another one. <laughs> and then the media might the media might say that Roy was throwing a, himself a little hissy fit.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that the the hush your mouth one makes me think of in Petersburg, Virginia, it's closed now. In Petersburg, Virginia, there was a, a restaurant called Shut Your Mouth. And uh and so I I'd always chuckle at it and then I would always look at Jenny and be like, it tastes so good, makes you want to slap your old mama. <laughs>
0: I don't know if you remember it, Dustin, but when we were down at the beach in 2007, the last time like the whole family went to Carolina Beach, um, that little, we were at, the, was it, we were saying was a sea colony or something like that. They had Man. that little, that little small mom and pop like breakfast place they used to oh, have on their sign. Too. They were like, it's so good, make you want to slap your mama.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Which <laughs> it's
4: such a funny phrase. Like the, you wouldn't actually slap your mama over no. like food being that good or that bad. You wouldn't do it at all. But it is just—is that funny? I always found that one interesting. Jenny always kind of chuckles at that one because she thinks it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, which I agree with.
2: <laughs> How far, Dustin, did you guys get into True South? Because Wright Thompson uses that one quite a bit.
3: Uh, slash... I probably watched.
2: Now I'm putting 30% you on the spot. percent of Sorry. the
4: season one. Okay. But you know, uh, what's John? Uh, What's the John, host? John T. Edge. John T. Edge. He, I, he was the one who like did most of the like duties, the hosting duties, in the episodes that I saw.
5: <laughs> you said um, duty. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, oh, man. Answering every question. I got in trouble for this. In all seriousness, I got in trouble for this. I moved from Wilmington briefly to Massachusetts. That's a, that's a culture shock. Um, it's a big change. I answered everybody up there, especially in the restaurant industry with yes, ma'am. That's inappropriate in Massachusetts. That's for old people. You do not refer to people as yes, ma'am and yes, sir. Especially when being asked a question like, are you going to find a job so you can support my daughter? The answer to that question is not yes, ma'am. <laughs> <It is>. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, the, what's funny about that is like that, that in particular, was one of the most important thing in our town, anyway. That was one of the most important things that everyone like literally beat into their children. Like, if you, I, when I was a kid, I would like refuse to say it and I definitely got my ass whooped over. And, uh, and l- literally parents would like spank their kids and make them learn to say ma'am and sir over everything because if you didn't, then you were viewed as a bad parent. So, it, it was like such a like, and it, it, it's ingrained in me. So I say it all the time and not really thinking about it yeah. anymore.
0: I but. say it to people of all ages. And I learned a long time ago that if you just sit there and nod your head and say, Yes, ma'am, when your mom is talking to you, you don't actually have to listen and everything goes smoothly.
2: <laughs> Very true.
0: I understand. Yep, I understand. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> you better hope your mom doesn't listen to this. She, she She's, she's listened to the last two episodes. She keeps telling me, She's like, I listen to y'all's podcast she did tell me that when i saw her last week apparently um,
2: there's a difference between ma'am and miss too i was schooled in this by my now wife that you don't say yes ma'am you say yes yes miss or something like that Not the South. well i know and i tried to explain a difference to her which is how i know delaware is not really in the south because she did <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh one that stuck out to me because i'm a Back to the Future is my favorite movie. It's usually like a screen door on a submarine. Yes, he says it wrong in the movie. He says battleship instead of submarine, <laughs> <laughs> which is funny because uh, that's technically in California, right? It's not the south, like where it's where the movie's based. But uh, anyway, I chuckled when I saw that because I was like, I, all, I immediately thought of Biff and could see the scene where he said it wrong.
1: Dustin, I thought the exact same thing when I saw that one. Oh, my goodness.
4: No, it's a great list. You definitely got to put this on. I mean, you almost could put this in, like, groups because it's so such an overwhelming group of of just great sayings. Although there are some that didn't make it.
0: Yeah. And one that I say. (laughs) Yeah,
2: go ahead. Before we get to the snubs, I have one question for you guys. I wanted to ask this if you, if my mom asked me in conversation to, Hey, would you mind carrying me to the store? I wouldn't think twice about it, but I didn't realize that that's a Southern phrase according to what's on this list. Apparently carry me to the store is a Southern phrase. I actually took the time to Google this earlier. Apparently like that's a very considered very Southern. Whereas like take me to the store or something like that would be considered like a more Northern or Midwestern or something like that and my mom is from the mid through and through from the Midwest from Minnesota. So like, is carry me to the store more universal than it's given credit for here? Like are, are we co-opting carry me to the store? Cause I, I've heard that in North Carolina and I've heard that up here.
0: I've never thought about that before, to be honest, until I read this article. It just seems second nature to me. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
4: I, I, I just thought that's what you said. It, I mean, it may not be technically grammatically correct, but I just thought that's how people talk. <laughs>
2: all right. So what, what we've confirmed here is that this is an echo chamber of, we all think the exact same way.
4: <laughs> Morgan. In yeah, and the, and the larger South.
2: Morgan, do you, do you want to make it unanimous? Is it carry me to the store or take me to the store? It's carry me to the store. Have you ever heard it any other way? No. I mean like w- would you think it was weird if I said like hey will you will you if we're on Gwen's Island and I said like hey will you take me to the liquor store?
1: It's I, mean, I weird, think right? it's weird, but I'm just like hey
5: carry me to the liquor store. All right. <laughs> All
4: right. Which in that scenario you might actually have to carry him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: that's true. <laughs> All
0: right, I jumped in. We
2: we're gonna do subs. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, one that I I see first on this list of snubs that we have in in our notes that is something that I say all the time. I catch myself saying it. I catch myself and try to keep myself from saying it as often as I do is do what? Yes. Whenever somebody says something and I I don't hear them, I'm like, do what?
4: I say that constantly. Mm -hmm. I do Mm -hmm. too.
2: Apparently, it's rude when you say it to uh, women that you're married to especially because it, it lets you know. So I've, I've trained myself to not say this as much, but I used to get in a lot of trouble for this, especially I'm when I was drinking and trouble. I wasn't paying attention.
1: What's that Morgan? I get in trouble all the time for saying that.
2: It's a dead giveaway. You weren't listening, especially exactly. if you're watching sports or something like that on a Friday night. So anyways, my, uh, my sister is going to be coming over and do what now?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I definitely do or say do what? And like, I, I, I just also kind of do a, huh? Yep. A lot. That doesn't work out too good.
2: Um, you, got, you guys got any others? There's another one that's a big one for me on here, but I'll I'll, I'll wait until you guys.
4: So on, on the original list, let's see, what do they say? It said, talking about being, oh, I'm so full, I'm about to pop or whatever. I, I always heard I'm full as a tit.
5: Yeah.
0: Yep.
4: Like, you know, because, you know, when a tick has been in there a while and they're like real, real, like they've been stuck to you, they get real thick. Like, that's what I always heard. Full as a tick. Same here.
0: Which that shouldn't come as a surprise, considering we grew up in the same <laughs> house. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, one that I, I remember hearing a lot because our, our, our mother still says that, she, uh, and it's very common in the South is when a kid's acting up. And they're showing their butt. Yep. <laughs> Dale
2: Jr. says this all the time on NASCAR. Ah, uh, well, he he used to show his butt when he was younger. <laughs> Talking about like like Noah Gregson fighting everybody in the garage. Yeah, well, he he likes to show his butt a lot. I'm like, you can't say that on NBC, can you?
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what I'm noticing is, am I am I just missing? Uh, I guess it's maybe not a saying, but it sort of is. It, I don't mean no harm by it, but...
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I don't mean no harm, but... And then proceed to say something that causes harm. <laughs> yeah.
4: we. So my mom always used to say that. Still says that all the time. And we're like, just don't even preface it. Yeah, you do.
2: Morgan, you got any sayings from back in the day? Or now?
1: <laughs> Pretty much the ones we're talking about, like, do do what? And
3: Uh... Uh, that's about that.
4: That's it. <laughs> do what? Yeah, I, I say that all the time. Because he doesn't listen, so he just says that constantly. It
2: would have been do, great. Do, if do what? Asked that question you said,
1: do what now? <laughs> <laughs> I, I love I love overcooking the grits.
2: Oh yeah, I've heard that once or twice in my life.
1: of yeah, course. He uh, most people, most people, who don't ever hear it before, just usually think back to remember the Titans when Coach Boone said that uh, the other coach
2: may or may not have been uttered to me by Nelson one night <laughs> when the door was the door was in the living room. He may have overcooked his grits tonight. <laughs> I thought you didn't have to drop that wonderful southern saying on me as i was already laying here and indecent
0: <laughs> what one that we haven't brought up yet but we were talking about it before we started recording was uh the classic southerner's way of of saying i'm ready to get off the phone is i uh, right i'm gonna let you go now <laughs> like, is the yeah. polite way of saying i'm done talking i'm ready to go
4: <laughs> or out, out of a conversation
0: period even in person you
4: would be like yeah. all right i'm gonna let you go now <sighs> Yeah, I I actually it, not quite that exactly, but we were I was at home for a couple nights, uh, front and back end of the beach, and I was like waiting, uh, waiting to go to the ATM, and somebody walked by who I you know like went to our school over the years, and like we were talking for a second, but I was basically like I ain't gonna hold you up, <laughs> and then I turned around and like <laughs> went to, went to the ATM to get my money, but that was my way of just being like all right, I'm done. See
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> See you another ten years. <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs>
2: um.
4: A, and angle, are you gonna? Are you gonna bring up O'Roy, Roy? Dagum.
2: Well, I, w- I wasn't gonna do it after. Uh, I'm gonna let you go now. But I w- the one thing that I will say about I'm gonna let you go now is this: me and my this is a recurring theme. We say this a lot to each other when we're both on the road doing stuff for business. And I'm, I'm slowly starting to realize that it's like the person on the phone who actually either wants to get stuff done or maybe go get a workout in the gym or go out on the company dime is like, all right, well, sorry to hear about, you know, normal everyday life. Sorry, the fork, you know, got dislodged in the dishwasher the wrong way. I'm gonna let you go now. And it's like a very <laughs> daggum, definitely for sure. Um, that's a Roy thing. I put it in here. It was in the it was in the original notes or in the original article, too. That's definitely one thing. Speaking of uh, both my future now and Duke's future in the future for once Coach K retires and does his Derek Jeter retirement tour or whatever you want to call it, where he goes around for a year and collects all his trophies from everyone. (coughs) Uh, Then both of our basketball uh, programs will be doing this one. And this is the one that I wanted to say. I was going to say it until you opened it up to me. Uh, I heard this my entire life, my entire freaking life. You can wish in one hand and shit in the other and see which one fills up first. It was pretty much, <laughs> pretty much my dad's way of telling me that life sucks. And, uh, and man, I have heard that more ever, ever more since I have joined his company, which is basically wishing one hand and shit in the other and see which one fills up first. Now imagine the fact that your dad isn't necessarily your boss, but he's basically telling you like, figure it out. <laughs> life sucks. And I'm like, don't, don't, don't you work here too? And he's like, uh-huh. <laughs> it's not a, it's not a nice thing to hear. I can tell you that much. Uh, that's one of my favorites. If I ever had kids, uh, I'm obviously an uncle. Uh, I trust me when they're old enough to hear those words, that's absolutely going to be coming out of my mouth. Oh, you didn't catch any fish? Well, wish in one hand and shit in the other and see which one fills up first there. <laughs>
0: There's one that we don't even have in the snubs list that I find myself saying a lot, and then I I hear other people from the South say say it too. Like you'll be talking to somebody, you'll be like, "Well, hell," and then like you continue on with the rest of your
4: sentence. (laughs) But there's also a whole back and forth where Jenny and I do this because uh, Parmalee did the band from Parmalee, North Carolina, right outside Greenville, did a whole like video series of like 100 or 150 like. Uh, probably isms is what they called them, but it was basically just Eastern North Carolina slash Southern sayings. And uh theirs was like, it's a whole back and forth. Someone will say hail and then someone's like, shit, and then the other <laughs> person responds hail or, or the reverse. And it's just like, it's like a conversation that people have. And I, I definitely have heard my dad do that before.
5: So.
0: It's funny to me that, because I remember uh growing up and, especially when I got older, I would always tell, uh, daddy that he, he's always spoken sayings. Like he always would, would just use all kinds of sayings for everything. And then I found myself moving to Raleigh and a lot of the people that (laughs) I work with at my, at my company are not necessarily North Carolina natives. They say that all I do is I use all kinds of sayings, all these old Southern sayings all the time. And I was like, well, hell, I guess I do do it.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I, I just realized you saying that made me think of this. I just realized one that's definitely not on the list and should be is what you think. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I say it all the time. And, uh, and I, my dad does my, my, pa, or papa, Logan and I, his granddad did, he said it all the time. And, uh, and I, I definitely say it all the time. I'll say it to Jenny, if there's like a little lull and I don't, you know, I'm just like, what do you think? <laughs> and uh and uh kevin Byers, our our buddy who's from outside of richmond lives down in florida now so maybe he'll be in one of these florida man articles he uh <laughs> he said he, he says it as well and i remember uh lee his what his now wife like sometimes i think one time like come to me and be like, what does he mean what does he mean by like uh, what did you think? Like he, like she thought he was actually interested in like asking a question. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, no, he's he's not asking a question. We're just, it's just a statement.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of things that, uh, that daddy says, one that I, I heard probably even more so than him saying, can't never could" was, well, I ain't going to sugarcoat it for you. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> that's another good one. <laughs> I heard that all the time.
1: that's definitely a good one
2: the fact that you uh, all right look i watch a lot of nascar the fact that you refer to your and i watch a lot of marty smith the fact that you refer to your dad as your daddy (laughs) that's how dale jr talks that's how marty smith talks that's how ryan mcgee talks that's how like i can go on and on and on um but like if you get jimmy johnson on the phone the nascar driver from california though he talks about like hanging out with his dad if you hear me talk on this podcast, I talk about hanging out with my dad. He's not my daddy. He, <laughs> you know, well, I'm not.
0: I'm not. I'm not Pedro. You mispronoun- you're mispronouncing as daddy. <laughs> yeah,
4: and that's that's where the and North Carolina difference comes in. We say daddy, D-I-D-B-Y, daddy. All
2: right. I just I as soon as I hear that, I'm like, all right. I that's there's a there's a there's a dividing line somewhere in there, and it's it's got to be somewhere south of Richmond and somewhere. I don't know.
0: It's kind of the same thing with with people's mothers too, because most people will be like my mom, especially when they get older. I still, to this day, I'm like mama. Yeah. That's fair.
4: Well, she is in my phone as mama, but I call her mom most of the time, (laughs) M-A.
2: And not to to throw back to him, but these are just people that we pay attention, or at least I pay attention to. I don't want to speak for everyone. Now that I'm thinking about it, that piece that Wright Thompson did about his dad, the whole Tiger Woods thing, it was daddy too. So it must extend to at least Ole Miss So down there in Oxford. <laughs> so interesting. Daddy and what? Mama? Yep. That- mama and daddy. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. And you hear that in a, uh, now that I'm thinking about it, you hear that in a decent amount of country songs too. I wonder how many of them are taking that on as an affected. Uh, There's a whole other podcast. We don't need to, <laughs> 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 to go into that. <laughs>
4: Uh, that can be a country and cold cans podcast. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> are, are these people being legit? When like Justin Moore, what's up with his accent? <laughs> Keith Urban. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah.
3: <laughs> He's letting all the good air out. <laughs> I, I've heard that one before too. Uh, especially this time of year. <laughs> um, all right. You guys got any more? Sure.
4: In time, I'll think of some and we'll just <laughs> have to do it. And, and when you do your NASCAR update, we'll have to do our Southern Saiyan update.
0: There you I, go. I do have one last one. That I remember one of my old baseball teammates in high school saying all the time. He's like, that's a slicker and cat shit on a doorknob. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there seems to be a variation of that <laughs> on this list. <laughs>
4: yeah. yeah. I cleaned up one, as
0: Logan said. <laughs> Logan, quit being ugly. Yeah. <laughs> Show him my butt on this episode. Uh, are
2: we fixing are we fixing the move to Morgan's cancel corner?
1: <laughs> I Reckon so. Do what? <laughs> oh. <laughs> you
2: guys are, same team, same now.
1: <laughs> what is it? He's one of us. <laughs> The meme. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I reckon so. I'm f- fixing to get on it. So, welcome back to another rousing episode of Morgan's Cancel Corner. Cancel. Where I like to think of things to cancel. Maybe because the whole world needs to cancel it. Maybe because us four don't like it. Or maybe just... Hell, I just don't fucking like it. I just want to cancel it because I don't like it. And it's, you know what? It's my cancel corner. I cancel whatever the hell I want to. If you don't like it, I might just cancel you. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> so, with that said, some news came across the board today about uh, two, two teams who are not too happy in their current... Um, conference. They want to join the big dogs, I guess, that they think are in the SEC, whatever the heck that is. Um Texas and Oklahoma wanna join the SEC. Um I'm just gonna go ahead and nip that one the button cancel that right now. And you need to stay where you're stay put. Um you just know nah, that that that's not happening. I'm not expanding the
4: South I'd actually uh, love for Oklahoma to join the SEC because then I don't ever have to watch them in the college football playoff again.
0: <laughs> and Texas just ain't getting there anyways. Yeah, Texas
4: isn't going regardless.
0: <laughs> horns down.
1: <laughs> exactly, horns down. But I'm canceling it now. No, just stay put in your miserable lives and, and your conference. Texans, you're you're like Miami. You're not back. You're not coming back. That that ship has not come back yet. I'm sorry.
3: Just to stop it. You're here. here.
1: So, you're canceled. Your, your movements canceled. Stay put. There's there's no welcoming wagon coming. There's no red carpet laying out for you. Um, you're not playing South Carolina once a year. You know, you would actually probably crush them. Now that I think about that, but, <laughs> um, a high school football team could crush South Carolina, but that's different. Different cancel for a different cancel time. Um, but, so, thank you for tuning in for Morgan's Cancel Quarter, where we cancel all things like Texas and Oklahoma. Have a good night.
0: <laughs> Cancelled. You know.
1: We just canceled it Two
0: entire states out of the union. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, talking about that briefly though. It's interesting because you know that if, if that actually happens, there's going to be major conference realignment again, the mm-hmm. big 12 will be done. It'll go the way oh, of yeah. the old big East. Yep. Um, so it's I, there. Was, it'd be a matter of like who's scooping up the other teams. I mean, I guess the only positive is maybe we would actually get West Virginia. Ms. Tom time yeah. in the ACC. Yeah. But
4: I would love that. I would love <laughs> to have West Virginia in the ACC. Oh, yeah, and yeah. it that if, makes no geographic sense that they they're are going to be
0: in the, be big, in the 12. big 12. Yeah. Can we have West
2: Virginia and South Carolina? I know we just, I know we just, I know we just crapped. No one. I know we just crapped on, uh, South Carolina. <laughs> South Carolina has the rivalry. We've been over this has the rivalry with, I, I've been over this with Clemson and North Carolina and certain things. um, West Virginia has the rivalry with Pittsburgh and Virginia Tech. This is, I'm immediately, I didn't even think about this when you texted this earlier. This is a wonderful idea. If you can't tell, I haven't just done a bump of cocaine. I'm actually very excited about it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. and South Carolina is a charter member.
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah. I would love to have South Carolina back. They West were an Virginia. original member yeah. and the bring West Virginia in. That would be huge. That would
1: yeah, be great. Be, definitely be a nice, easy win. <laughs>
2: Can we well, do a can we do a flyover conference? That has like Kansas. Isn't that Day? the Big
4: Ten, the conference with, with Rutgers?
2: I mean, are there, is 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 Kansas State gonna join Nebraska? Is the Pac twelve gonna take the stragglers? Is yeah. there something called like the Mountain West Rocky Conference or something that can take the rest?
4: I don't know, but if I were if I were them other big twelve schools such as West Virginia, I'd be starting to put my plans together. For, mm-hmm. If this happens, what am I going to do? Because you don't want to get left out.
0: On no and the th- thing is that West Virginia has a natural with the, the modern context of what the ACC geography is, right? They have an, a natural place to go, but the one that I really kind of feel like would be left out in the cold would be like Texas tech, Texas tech once in a while has a pretty good team. They have a pretty passionate fan base, but they're out in West Texas. They're not going to be in the SEC because one, they're not a big enough draw. And so they're going to end up probably having to go somewhere like the the Pac-12, I would say, it's like because Texas and Oklahoma leaves Big 12 is dead. I mean, it's that just works.
2: that works. Texas 12, or, sorry, Texas Tech that works for the Pac-12. Yeah,
0: because they're out in Lubbock, they're in West Texas. So I mean, it's like West Texas. They run the same offense as
2: Washington, Washington State, et cetera. They run that Mike Leach run and gun, fun and gun, whatever you hell you want to call it. The <laughs> uh, Ryan Leaf throw it down the field, seventy-five million Patrick Mahomes times, and uh. Right? Am I wrong? No, you're right. Okay. And then uh Arizona's kind of going the way of that ever, ever so slightly. I think that that could work. I'm a little worried about the teams in the middle,
0: like Texas Christian, Baylor, Baylor. The private schools really. I don't know what they're gonna do.
4: Yeah, I mean it's in any of these realignments. I mean the same could happen. To, like if ACC went away, what happened to Duke? And in any of these realignments, what you have to work. The state schools probably can find a home a lot faster because of their fan bases and the, and the money they can pull in through ticket sales, and eyeballs, than the private schools.
0: The, the thing so. that nobody's addressed yet, and that's because typically in these conversations, football is king, right? It's the big money driver. Basketball is kind of play second fiddle to it. But what do you do with Kansas? Because Kansas is going to continue to be good in basketball. They're the worst program in the country, in my opinion, on football, but it's a major basketball power. Like, What do you do with them? Pax Wolf.
5: Um,
3: Mark, they uh, they um, Baylor, I think, could go to
0: answer your question. Baylor, can they go to the UCF conference
2: with Southwestern Louisiana? And that conference I, is
0: all over the place, too, because East Carolina is in that conference, it's yep, the American, so is, yeah. so is Navy.
2: They, I think Rice is in that conference, too.
0: Memphis, yeah. it's Tulane, kind of a, I believe, too. So that's they
4: must spend a fortune on travel.
0: Yeah, got well, Memphis in that conference too. Cincinnati. Why don't we
2: put Kansas in the same conference as Hawaii, and we'll just have the two of them <laughs> just travel back and forth <laughs> to just <laughs> just kill the planet just 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 in travel costs for volleyball <laughs> games.
4: <laughs> yeah, I don't. You got to imagine they're not. It is interesting. It is all football driven, but you got to imagine that because of how consistent and good and for how long Kansas has been good at basketball. Someone's going to want that.
2: Are they the Notre Uh, Dame, the Notre Dame of football or the Notre Dame of basketball? Can they be independent?
0: um, You need a conference schedule. to Yeah. In basketball, there 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 aren't any independents that I'm aware of. You got to play what
4: 30 close to 30 games. And you're going to fill 18 to 20 of those in a, in a conference schedule. Yep. And then when everybody's in conference play, you're not going to have anybody play.
2: Fair enough.
0: It seems like this conversation comes up once every few years when, uh, cause we've, we've slowly moved away from eight team conferences to 10 team to 12 team to where the ACC is like 14 or 15. Now that if the SEC takes these two uh, schools with the, the horns and the uh, the Sooners, they'll be at 16 teams where it looks like that the, In the near future, you could easily see, at least for football purposes, that there are going to be like three like super conferences that are probably independent of the NCAA. I think that's the direction this is heading.
2: Oh, you mean like people going to space completely separate of (laughs) national national governments? Uh, Was that a conversation (laughs) for another time? (laughs) Is that a, is that a, I'm asking this live on the podcast. Is that a, especially when people need to get back to their kids, is that a conversation that we have at a later date like about super conferences about like, how does that break down? Cause like we're not, look, we spent a lot of time over the last year crapping on the Midwest. Like, I'm not sure we want to like embrace a bunch of Midwestern teams in the Atlantic coast conference. And there ain't a whole lot coming out of the Boston area pretty familiar with the northeast i love it dearly but that's not a real college area Mm -mm. like are we getting absorbed if that happens is it the i I don't think so
0: i think that the the three that the three that i think that are are gonna make it are the sec the acc and the big 10 the big 12 is the easiest easily going to be the one that that drops off if that happens what about the west coast Oh, yeah, you got the Pac-12. but That just shows my East Coast bias and everyone else's because no one really cares about the Pac-12. That's
4: I, I why think I said you're gonna or, end up with four, yeah. four big ones because the Pac-12 is not going anywhere because those schools don't have anywhere else to go. And Big 12 probably will at some point go away. Um, the ACC was pretty weak 10 years ago, but mm-hmm. I think they've solidified it and as long as some... As long as something crazy doesn't happen, you know, Clemson and Carolina or like jump ship or something like that together to the sec. You know, I don't think they got too much to worry about.
2: How much money would it take for us to put down a duffel bag for Kentucky to come and be a basketball school and a basketball conference with a good football team and come over as opposed to South Carolina. I'm switching horses here. Get it. Kentucky. Um <laughs>
0: I mean It's interesting uh t- having Kentucky in the ACC. It's interesting, but I don't think it happens. And I say that because it's one, they're SEC through and through, but two, the you're right, it would take probably more than one duffel bag full of money to get them to give up that SEC money. <laughs> SEC, they're all like they're all in love with each other and and they have the, you know, the CBS contract and it's just <clears> a ton <throat> of money to be in that conference. it, 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 it there's a reason that You know, you go to some some of those places, like take Mississippi State and Arkansas's baseball facilities are out of control because of SEC money.
4: Yeah, we're behind in the money race. ACC is is way behind in the money race. And that's, it's in in part being, it's work. they're working on it with like TV networks and contracts and stuff like that. But it's some of those schools like that are never going to part with that cash.
0: It's it's, the biggest difference in the two conferences. Obviously I'm an ACC guy, but if you look at the production quality and the shows on the sec network versus the ACC network, it's night and day. Like the ACC network is trash. Like it it's, I'm glad that it exists because I get to see some games that are probably otherwise wouldn't, but it's night and day when you talk about quality of the sec network versus the ACC network.
4: Yeah. I, I would say, I agree, 100. I'm flabbergasted. I, I would be a better editor of things than the people who do it because I actually know. I, I see inaccuracies constantly, but I also wonder if like the SEC network was that way when it launched. Yeah. And you know, you're you're in a mature SEC. Yeah, that's so true. Eventually, ACC is going to get there, or it's going to go away. You know, it's it's going to be one or the other.
0: The amount of times that the ACC network, where the people that work on that, their sole job is to cover the handful of teams that are in the <laughs> ACC, the amount of times that they mistake NC State and North Carolina is utterly ridiculous. Like, but it happens all the time. Whenever you watch their programming, I'm and like, it's your job. Yeah, it's yeah. your job.
4: I know, but, I at least know all the logos in the conference, and I don't work there.
2: By bringing this up, we're pointing out. Um, why our podcast would be a good flagship podcast for the ACC network. Sure, We've now put together 45 episodes, 46 if you count the Christmas episode. We took a couple of weeks off just to enjoy all, all of everything that is the ACC. We were in the running to be sponsored by Bojangles for a while there. Um, we brought it up a lot at least. And uh, we've got a, a a wonderful, wonderful Facebook content page that is liked by at least two or three people a week. Um.
0: (laughs) and alternatively even if um, because I'll be honest with you not so sure I want to work for ESPN I would rather say we take the alternative route and uh, be picked up as a southern podcast for none other than Barstool Sports Oh, I don't know those guys bet a lot those guys
2: bet all the time I'm not interested in that kind of I'm old now I'm over my addictions and my vices (laughs) I like the ones that I have okay Did you guys see the Wrightsville Beach uh Barstool shirt that came out? We're completely switching mm-hmm. gears now. We're going off the rails. There's a there's a W if you type in on barstool U is that what it's called? I'm old. Is there there's different merch places. There's uh, and yeah. the okay. main
0: the main one is on uh barstoolsports.com cuz like for instance I have a Barstool pack um like cuz every school has their own one. I have a Barstool pack NC State baseball shirt that they just put out this year and the but you can buy it. One. Yeah, yeah, but you can, it's no, I, I, didn't, I didn't get that one. I got the, um, they have one that they, after the whole thing in Omaha, they have one called the People's Champ and it had the Pac-13 on there as they called them. But it's all on the, on the big website. Yeah, the same website. Bar, yeah.
2: Barstool, whatever.
0: Barstoolsports.com or whatever, something like that. You can Google
2: it, Google Rightsful Beach or WBXNC for those that care. It's, they did 4th of July. Shirts, pocket tees for a lot of different famous places like Tiger Stadium. And and they have fireworks going off over Tiger Stadium, fireworks going off over. Well, for some reason, UNCW Barstool made the cut because we're awesome because we have all the finalists in the beach bars or whatever it was, (laughs) bar of the year or whatever. And so they did WB times NC, and it's literally Palm Island. Or like Masonboro Island or something like that, right? But it—if you go to riceville Beach, you can see the little palm tree and the—and there's fireworks going off over it. And I looked at it and I was like, I really want to buy this. I really want to buy this. But do I want to be that guy walking around in my retirement community with a Fourth of the July shirt on and like Christmas? I'm like, I actually kind of yes. do. Now. actually, yeah. <laughs> I don't say I'm not hearing anything bad yet. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do kind of do want to do that. So yeah. That's that's my only connection to barstool sports.
4: Yeah, well, send us that shirt. Not like literally, but send us the link. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: in the mail. (laughs) Yeah.
0: There you go, guys. I guess you all are (laughs) medium. All right. Well, for this episode of Miserable and Reckless, I'm Logan sitting here with Ryan, Dustin, and Morgan, and we will see you next week.